Hey everyone, welcome back to Thoughts from Pool Therapy, the podcast that feels like you spend a day at the pool with your besties. My name is Megan, and I of course will be your host for this upcoming podcast episode. Ladies and gentlemen, my pool peeps, I have a really great episode. I am obviously very biased because this is my podcast. (laughs) Um, My friend Colleen Reed joins me this week, and it's just the conversation we have about her journey with mental health and her overall just well-being is incredible. Uh, She's a very strong woman that I'm very proud to know and be friends with and have seen her journey uh, over the last seven years. I'm very proud to be her friend and to have her on this podcast episode. Uh, We talk about some some deep stuff, so I do have to put in a trigger warning for anybody that is sensitive to the subject of eating disorders. Uh, Go ahead and skip the middle part where we start to talk about the therapy, Uh, but then you can come back and listen to the cannonball question this week, uh, which is about Hallmark Christmas movies. Um, And also we talk about, obviously, Colleen's zodiac sign, which we actually have never talked about together, me and her, and we talk about some of our college program antics that we used to get into together and how often we ate at Miller's Ale House. (laughs) We've eaten way too many Mountain Mounts there. Uh, But I really hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I did recording it. And please let me know what you think of it. Uh, Please feel free to answer the questions as we go along. Uh, And just, yeah, thanks so much guys for your support. And here we go. Welcome to Thoughts from Pool Therapy to my favorite angel on earth, Colleen Reed. Yay. I'm so excited. I have the number one fan of Thoughts from Pool Therapy. I just designated her as that uh, on the Zoom call. Uh, She's top fan. She listens every week. As soon as the episode drops, she answers all my questions. She asks questions for every guest, and she always reviews the podcast for me. So... Colleen is the designated number one top fan, top swimmer, number one swimmer. Uh, for th- <laughs> but Colleen, I'm really excited to have you here. So thank you for coming. I'm very excited. I think I'm going to print that out on, um, like, I'm going to put that on my resume. Like, number one pool top therapy center. <laughs> number one swimmer. Olympic gold. Yes. Uh, and of course we have. Melanie, who has now been designated as the lifeguard of the podcast because she's always oh, okay. watching out. Who said that? <laughs> Melanie or Annie? Yeah, Annie. Annie Frisch named her that. Yep. Another Hello. fan of Hello, the podcast. Peeps. I'll give Annie silver because she's always listening and reviewing. You might have some uh, angry uh, pool peeps coming for you. Is that a cannonball? Yeah, <laughs> sorry, a cannonball. Oh, but Colleen, nah, she's, she's been a number, I mean, just in general, Colleen has always been a big supporter of me and our, I mean, all of my friends and all of our friends, but of me and my goals and my dreams. And she's just number one cheerleader in everyone's lives. Uh, no matter what's going on, Colleen will drop anything to help you, to do anything for you. So I am very happy to have her on here. And uh, I'm very excited to have the number one swimmer talk to us about all of her, you know, all the things that we normally talk about on here. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Woo! I like, yay! Podcast, but I'm blushing if you can't. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, and thank you for being my friend for the last seven years, over seven years since we met yeah. in a closet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Colleen and I did the Disney College program together. She was one of the first people I met when I got to Spaceship Earth, the ride at Epcot. Uh, and we met in a closet, as I said. Uh, <laughs> Colleen, do you want to share the rest of the story? 
Yeah, uh, it, the ride was closed. Um, mm-hmm. I think I, I started because I transferred because from my first part of my program, I transferred from merchandise. And so I started right. a little earlier. So I had already trained um, and passed my assessment. And then like right after the ride closed down and um, we were in a closet and I remember you guys walked in. I, I met, um, it was you, who else was there? Perez? Perez was there and I'm pretty sure Alex. Captain yeah, I everyone at work I was like, hey, because mm-hmm. I was the only one basically at that point because all the old ones had left and I had transferred over and there was no one else there. So I felt so lonely. So it was nice to like meet friends. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm not alone. And you were one of the only new quote unquote CPs trained there where we had to do stroller parking because the ride wasn't open. So like yeah. me, Alex, Carly, and Steph and a bunch of us had to do stroller parking at the Season Nemo and Friends and die of sweat and heat exhaustion yep. over there for eight hours a day where you were like one of the only ones that were trained and assessed. So you could do like the post-show stuff that you were doing when I first met you in the closet. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, like that's what uh, I did for what it was like two weeks that mm-hmm. I yeah. just, and then I stood outside and people yelled at me because I was like, I'm sorry, we're closed. They're like, what? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I get, like when I worked in merchandise, I never got angry guests really. Really? Like I never, yeah, like I never really had anyone that was like super upset. I did have someone ask me where our sales section was once. And I was like, oh, we don't have one. Of That's cute. And they were like, what? You don't have a sales section? What kind of store is this? So I was like, <laughs> uh, a Disney one? Like, I don't even remember what I said, but I probably had some. It's on sale at Disney's like $2 like, off when you spend 100 Yeah, you can get a free bag if you spend $150. Your purchase of purchase, and usually it wasn't free. It was like forty dollars if you spent a hundred or whatever it was. <laughs> you buy it. You did. Yep. Nothing was free. for sure. Yeah. So that's where Colleen and I met seven years ago, and we've, we've remained friends ever since. Uh, you were you did the college program for a year, and yeah. then you were seasonal. So you came back every few months or so and got your seasonal hours in. Came to the parks and stuff. Um, came to visit us, me and Katie, when we looked at our first apartment together. Um, yeah. And now I'm going to be a bridesmaid in Colleen's wedding next summer in Lake Tahoe. Woo! Yeah, it's like making me, like, I'm so excited, but I get so nervous when I think about it. Like, I'm going to be wedding? married. <laughs> I know! <laughs> I'm going to be married. Like, this is, we've, like, talked about this for, I think, seven years um, yes. before I was Jonathan. But it's real, like, it's really started to get real now that it's getting like, we're almost what, seven months out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be married next year. She's, are you, are you changing your name to Jonathan? I am. Name? I will. I will be Colleen McGuire um, next year. So oh this is so, cute. Cute. <laughs> so weird. It, so this was my last Thanksgiving, like non-married. Like that's what I was like, you know, this is my last Thanksgiving where I will be a single non-married woman. That's so cute though. Oh, that's so exciting. What a fun I'm excited. state to be in for you. Um, I'm so excited for, I'm just excited for like the party and everything that comes with a wedding. Like, yes, I'm oh. excited to be right. But like all of the other stuff we've talked about, like the actual wedding day, I just, I can't wait for it. You know, and uh, it, when we went to, so Colleen and I are friends with Katie, obviously the first guest on the podcast. I feel like I say that every episode where I refer to Katie. <laughs> Um, so this is your shout out Katie for you this episode (laughs) um but we went to Katie's wedding two a little over two years ago in Maryland where Katie and I are both from and we had a whole group of friends together it was 
me, Colleen, Jonathan, her fiance, um, Annie and Michael, the Frishes now, Charlie, all the way from across the pond. And it was just <laughs> so fun being all together that I'm excited for that. Obviously, Annie and Michael won't be at your wedding, unfortunately, but fortunate for them. Megan, Michael's sister's getting married. But anyway, um, it'll just, it's so much fun to think about the the party, the group being together again at another wedding for, yeah. but it'll be a different experience, but the same group, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's fun to like, think about that happening again. So I'm very excited. And I feel very honored that you asked me to be a bridesmaid because we've been talking about this for, like you said, seven years. Yeah, since I met you and you weren't even with Jonathan at that point. So I feel like it's been a long time coming. <laughs> But we're going to talk about your wedding a little bit later. I have a couple questions about that. Just <laughs> part of the, the question part um, from the pool peeps. Um, but you know the drill, Colleen, as our number one fan, top yep. swimmer of Thoughts from Pool Therapy. What's the first question I'm going to ask you? What is my sign? That's right, baby. So we're going to get into the questions that I ask every single guest. And you actually are our first repeat sign. You're the first one that I'm having a repeat of. So if you'd like to share... Well, your sign is Colleen. I am an Aquarius. Uh, That's right. So I'm an Aquarius. February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. Yeah. Has that ever been an issue for you with having your your day, your birthday after that? So John's actually really excited. So uh, we started dating on February 11th. So that's our, like our dating anniversary. Um, Valentine's Day is February 14th and my birthday is February 15th. So that week for him has always been just a lot Stressful. of stuff. On. So now we can, we can kind of kick that anniversary uh, to the curb. That's true. We only we have two things left that week. So that's good yeah. for him. So he'll <laughs> only have in my birthday, which is nice for him. And then in July, we'll have our anniversary and then his birthday's in July as well. So, oh, okay. So you each kind of get two. We'll get, well, we both get a back to back action there. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Yes. Colleen's an Aquarius. And now that I'm realizing I am friends with a lot of Aquarius sisters and it's, I didn't, I never, I never thought about what my signs, the signs of my friends were until I started doing this podcast. Um, but I have a lot of Aquarius, Aquarius sissies, Aquarius sci, Aquarius I don't know. <laughs> What's the plural of Aquarius? Um, don't know. But I always, whenever, what do you know about your sign? Colleen or what do you know about the zodiac are you interested in astrology like that or I don't know if we've ever really talked about this together I haven't really until you started doing your podcast and then I was kind of like oh I gotta know what like things I'm into and something (laughs) I really relate to like the ones that like Aquarius really care about their friends Mm -hmm. um also Aquarius's like hidden anger which no one normally sees me angry but when you do make me angry you don't want to be in my path. Like that's bad. <laughs> and that's one of Jonathan will say is yes. And the least favorite trait about me is my vindictiveness. And so if like someone comes after him or one of my friends, like I'm ready to like, chop it off. Yeah. And so it's like, Oh, I haven't been in direct line of it, but I've seen it and I've yeah, heard it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like when that lady tried to take my pizza. Yes. And also <laughs> when the uh, Southwest agent uh, realized it was not her, that it was not Colleen's problem that day. That's not my problem. Yeah, that's not my problem. <laughs> that's a Colleen quote that will live on in infamy. That's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> or when she was on the phone with the Disney uh, 
reservation center trying to get a reservation for Ohana uh, the day of for nine people. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm not a normally an angry person. I'm a very happy right. person. I think that Aquarius traits in me, it does come out. Um, but other Aquarius traits that I don't really relate to are like the independentness. Um, mm. I normally do things like I like quality time is like how I best receive love. Like I love spending time with people. And so doing things independently, I mean, like, like occasionally I don't mind, like at work, I don't mind, but like mm -hmm. personal, I'd rather be in a group. Um, I definitely agree with that for you. <laughs> things I overthink a lot. Like mm -hmm. I don't, I don't make decisions. And so I think that's probably in that Aquariusness of, yeah, that's why yeah. uh, in our bridesmaids group chat, I occasionally just like send things of like, hey, what's everyone's thoughts on this? Because yes. I really don't like I can't make a decision about it. I would say you're pretty diplomatic. Uh, and also you like to include everyone. You you are someone I thought I was an inclusive person, but you do not like to leave anybody out. You mm -hmm. make want to make sure everyone feels involved, mm -hmm. um, that everyone's opinion is heard, that everyone feels seen in a group which I appreciate because I also try to include people, but you are like top dog at that. <laughs> you don't let anybody yeah. fall to the wayside, which I, I love about you. I think that's a great trait for you. Um, okay. I think it can be kind of overbearing for you sometimes on your your heart and your, your mental capacity, um, okay. but you care so much about other people that you want them to feel included and heard, okay. which I, I love about yeah, you. That's a good quality. Um, but yeah, it's so funny that now that I'm interviewing, my friends, which like, I never interview my friends like this in a, in a context like this. Um, I mean, it's funny cause I actually have interviewed you for school, but, um, <laughs> um, we've never really talked about your sign and like how it meshes with my sign. And obviously you probably haven't talked about it with Melanie if we haven't talked about it. No, yeah, no. I mean, my brother's a Virgo. And so I think I've, I've lived with a That's Virgo. Right. And so I think maybe I just, our signs, like I'm used to being around Virgo cause that's what I'm with, you know, since I was That's born. right. Your brother's the same day as mine or the day after? Same day, September 18th. I forgot about that. Yeah, so you're probably just used That's to this wild. energy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, just, I'm just used to it now. <laughs> That's so cute. Gemini's like I'm so an air sign. Too. Yeah. So we're, we're Gemini is also group. another air sign. So you guys are in the same yeah. uh, element. Like so. I said on Corey, Corey's podcast, Aquarius's and Gemini's have great compatibility. Yeah, so I do. <laughs> um, I yes. work with Melanie. Like, yes. Yeah. We could have been great friends together yeah. working. Yes. Yeah. Melanie's fun. She's, I mean, I never see Melanie as like the typical Gemini. Gemini. But the more I learn about Gemini's and the more I learn about your interaction with other people. Yeah. CoStar really, I, co co-star when not sponsored. I was reading not sponsored <laughs> when I was reading it with you and Katie Katie was like I would agree with that and mm -hmm. you were like no and yeah. I was like no I agree I don't know it. work Melanie I know sister Melanie so yeah. it might be different and sister Melanie is way different than work Melanie yeah but yeah that's fun I and plus another thing that Aquarius this is are known for is being intellectual and very smart um and very uh they know how to speak very well and eloquently 100% for you Colleen you and my friend Corey that I from Australia that I interviewed he's an Aquarius I would 100% agree with that for both of you as well and plus your job Colleen lends you to 
you need to be a good speaker. You need to be um, able to hold people's attention and keep them engaged, which I think you can easily do. So, well, I hope so. I mean, <laughs> I still have three and a half years later. So hopefully, <laughs> exactly. And you've been promoted a, a couple times. Once? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a couple times, give or take. It's hard come yeah. to these We're a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think you, the more that I read about your sign, Colleen, and how we interact together. Um, and now that I know and, and have connected that your brother is also a Virgo the same day as me. Um, that's just, I mean, you're used to, you're used to this. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I love that. And maybe that's why we've just, our bond has been so strong the last seven years. So I, had, I, I always had, like even being a little sister, my brother's five years older than me. I was always the one that had to make the decisions or like to do something, mm. which is how we got um, Franklin, um, RIP, one man, Aww. but yeah, thank um, you. My brother found an, we found an ad in the newspaper and my parents had always said we could get a dog. My brother's like, just call the person, give them dad's number and tell them we want their puppy. So I did. I called this. I was like, I had to be, I was like nine when we got Franklin, eight or nine. <laughs> I called the person, like, hi, we would like your dog and gave them my dad's work number. They called my dad the next week because um, they were a couple hours outside of Reno and they're like, oh, we have one more puppy left. Um, we're, we're trying to get rid of him. We're going out of town. He's the runt. No one really wanted him. Um, we're coming to Reno. Would you guys like to check him out? My dad had no idea, but we went and looked at this dog and then we got Franklin. So you're the one that got Frankie. That's cute. I was like, my brother encouraged me. He had that like Virgo, but he wasn't going to be the one to, to do it. So I was like, I'll That's do it. it. That's it. The Virgos, we, we support you in your decision and we, we get the process going, but the Aquarius, this is they get it done. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's so sweet. Now, I'm going to ask you maybe the hardest question. Of oh, the gosh. <laughs> what are your top three favorite things of the week? Miss Colleen Reed. Okay, so I'm very grateful for online shopping this week. Mm -hmm. um, the holiday season is coming and I got a lot of good Black Friday deals from the comfort of my house. Like I didn't have to go and deal with holiday crowds. So very okay. actually for that this past week. Um, other thing, oh, Peppermint Bark Cheesecake is back at Cheesecake Factory. Ooh. Not sponsored, but like it's the best cheesecake. I've ever had. Excuse me? That sounds so yeah. good. Delicious. I've never have had that. It's so good. It's only December is the only time they have it. Oh. I promise you don't regret it. My mom and I went and got a slice yesterday. I'm actually going to enjoy it this evening with her. Oh. Uh, yum. And then my third, um, being on this podcast, actually, when you messaged me, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I told Jonathan, I was, I've been talking about it probably for the last 24 hours. So that's really a highlight of my week. And, you know, I had the last week off. So it was a, it's a great way to end my week off of work. Oh, cute. That's so cute. Oh. I um, didn't, full disclosure, I didn't know if I was going to do an episode this week because <laughs> of just some personal stuff in the holiday and school. Um, but then I was like, you know, I really don't want to like miss a week and I don't really have a good excuse for it. Um, so I said, Hmm, 
I know someone who would want to be on it. I'm going to text Colleen. And as I knew she would, she said, of course I'll do it. So yeah, anytime. <laughs> I appreciate you diving in. Ha <laughs> 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 So soon, but thank you. Melanie? Stress. Okay. Yep. Um, number one, the Cracker Barrel Thanksgiving uh, meal kit that we got. Mm, delicious. Mm -hmm. um, number Yum. two, Publix pumpkin pie oh yeah okay. greg highly recommends the public's pumpkin pie yes shout out to gregford mm -hmm. um the inflatable pool thing that we have in our did you see the right pictures now? i posted today colleen i, I like i love it <laughs> um for the all year round yes 100 percent, because it's supposed to hold drinks yeah in the bottom where the uh -huh. It's supposed to go in your living room where your your dining room is like when you're having a party. It's supposed to be like a cooler type thing. Ice in it. It's not actually. Oh, got it. Okay. I'm uh -huh. It's not meant for the pool, but my friend Sean Fletcher, shout out Sean, uh, got it from Amazon and he sent me a picture of it and said, this looks like something you might really enjoy. And I said, yes, I do. And I bought it from Amazon and it's now on the pool floating around. It's a blow up Christmas tree. Um, and now it has lights on it. My dad put a battery oper operated string of lights on it. So it's floating around the pool. Love that. Good things, Mel. Thanks. Uh, my three favorite things this week are my pumpkin cheesecake that I made. Delicious. Uh, I still have half of a cheesecake in the fridge. It came it out looked really well. Thank you. So good. Yeah, it's really um, good. Uh, my second favorite thing is the movie Christmas Vacation, because we finally watched that to kick off the holiday season. Yep. Um, yep. Classic. And then my third favorite thing is Black Friday, because I was able, like Colleen said, to do all the shopping from my couch. Didn't have to go anywhere. And I already got some Christmas gifts, so thank you, yeah. Black Friday. And thank you, Pandemic, for not letting me go outside of my house. <laughs> Shout out to all the postal people, UPS, FedEx, USPS, Amen. for getting my packages to me so quickly. <laughs> you threw MVPs of this season. <laughs> That's accurate. Amen. Yep. Awesome. Love that. So now we're going to get into the, the deep the end, deep I guess. End. We've been kind of treading some oh. water in the shallow end. Now we're going to swim out to the deep end, Colleen, for a little bit. Um, so the whole podcast came about, <clears throat> pardon me, um, because if this podcast came from an anxious place, a kind of a bad mental place um, over the summer for me, as you all know, I, you know, that's why we're here. Um, and it, this is spawned from that. So I would love for you to kind of talk about what your version of pool therapy is. Obviously, it doesn't have to be pool therapy, but when you are stressed and anxious or when you're going through it, what helps you relax? What helps you um, calm down? What helps you kind of get out of that bad mental place that you're in? Yeah. So I actually um, went to therapy, real therapy when I was in college um, for my eating disorder, mm -hmm. uh, but lots of good techniques to kind of like when I got anxious or when I was worried to, to get my mind off of whatever was, was it, whether it was food or whether it was the situation. Um, and distraction is my number one. So like, if I can find something to distract me, whether that's listening to a podcast or I started playing Fortnite with Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Fortnite with the little 12 year olds shooting people. It's great. Um, <laughs> those things, or just like being around people, which has been hard with the pandemic is normally how I best cope with being anxious or being stressed is I just like to hang out with people. And so like our kind of like bi-weekly every other week, 
ladies of honor call, um, or every Monday we hang out with our friend, JC and Joey, uh, those types of things really kind of help bring my stress down. Um, because I'm normally one who will like, I kind of let stress build inside of me by myself. Um, yeah. and I don't get it out. And so trying to find other outlets, but yeah, distraction, mm-hmm. anything can find, but Fortnite is really, uh, helped me out. <laughs> that gives you out your anxiety. It, stra- it distracts you, yeah. your anxiety. And it's also funny. Like, yeah, I get 12 year olds. Like, I like, if you've never played Fortnite, I'm great. Like, I'll pick up a sniper rifle and I like, I'll get, I'll like, hide in a tree and just snipe people. It's like my favorite thing. I don't know why, like, but it's, (laughs) and I like, I love it. And no one ever knows where I'm at because I'm in a tree. And so no one ever finds me. It's great. That's incredible. Wow. It's not, it's it's an easy game to play. I'm like, oh, I can do Mm -hmm. this. This is, that's so funny. Um, back to your therapy. I don't think I actually knew that you went to like, I mean, I probably figured you did, but yeah. when you were in in-person therapy, um, how, how was that experience for you? Because I know a lot of people have a hard time finding a therapist that works for them. That's like the hardest part besides actually admitting that you need therapy or want to do that to start that process. Um, but the second hardest thing is finding the right therapist for you that works for you, that meshes with you and understands you. Um, so what was that experience like for you doing that? At first it was really, it was really hard. Um, so I, the university I went to university of Nevada, ha, I went into like our health center for something. And they ask you about like all the questions, like, do you have this? Have you ever struggled with this? And of course I had to check the eating disorder one. Right. Um, and so then the doctor I had was like, Hey, I don't know if you know, we have a really good eating disorder recovery program here you meet with me once a week, you meet with a diet, like a nutritionist, dietitianist, whatever you want to call them once a week, and a therapist that like specializes in eating disorder therapy. And I was like, I was wow. really at first, um, like I knew I had a problem, like, and I like had admitted that, like I wasn't, that wasn't the issue. It was just, it was just, a, it seemed like a lot, but so my first couple of therapy sessions, um, my therapist kind of like dove right in, um, to, <laughs> like things of like trouble foods as we kind of got going like I learned things and like he kind of learned what worked best for me and so it got easier but at first I hated it I was like oh my god this is terrible I don't want to be here I I hate this and then kind of as time went on and I did it like after I came back from Disney um and until basically I graduated from college and it was a really big help for me. Um, and I learned a lot of like really good techniques of things that like I still use now that if I didn't ever go to therapy, I wouldn't have known about those. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. No, how to handle certain situations of like when I do get anxious around food or when I have to eat in large crowds, um, like how to kind of manage that stress. And so now I feel like I'm more equipped with the right tools for sure. Um, I feel like I, I'm better because I went to therapy. Yeah, 100%. And I feel, I just realized I'm saying 100%, like 100% <laughs> of the time. Um, so <laughs> apologize for that now. Um, and now I forgot what question I was going to ask you um, because I'm distracted by my terrible vocabulary. But are you, you don't see a therapist currently right now? I do not know. Okay, cool. And I think since we're on this topic. How has it been like when you tell people 
about your experience. You're pretty open. I mean, I didn't know if you were going to go there on here, which is, I love that, whatever you're comfortable sharing. Um, but how is it kind of opening up to people talking about that? Because that's still a prevalent thing that people need help with, yeah. um, eating disorders and things like that. Um, in different ways, it, it, it shows up and manifests in different ways for different people. Um, so how is it telling people and opening up to people about that with your own experience? Is it has it been scary every single time or has it gotten easier since you've been in therapy kind of being well equipped almost like an armor you have to handle yeah. that at first I was I didn't like I never told anybody about it like it was never something I would openly speak about and mm-hmm. then as time on and as I became more comfortable with it I'm I'm happy to talk about it I feel like if I can help somebody else that might be going through something similar like I understand like, and I have learned everybody's eating disorder is very, very different. But if what works for me works for somebody else and I can answer questions about like what worked for you, I am happy to share those things. I am not going to, you know, say I'm an expert or that I know and I have it under control a hundred percent of the time, but if I can help else, like that's, I like, I find comfort in that because I didn't really have anybody to talk to when I first started going through it. And I kind of did because I didn't, I felt very alone in that. Mm. And now you, like you've talked to, like I've talked to other people who've gone through it, or I know other people who've gone through it. You don't feel, I know it's, you find comfort in not knowing that you're, you're not alone. Yeah. And I will tell you, I didn't know when I first met you or even a few months into knowing you, I didn't know because you, and this is, this, this is what happens when you, when people have issues going on behind, you never know what someone's going through mm-hmm. on the other, like in their mind. So mm-hmm. you, Colleen, were just a bright, sunny person in my life that I thought was like, man, she's, she's just got it all together. She's right. Colleen. She's the best. She's the greatest, which is still true. regardless. <laughs> but you don't know until you, you openly share that with someone and be vulnerable in that, that way with friends and family and Jonathan, when you met him, I'm sure, or when you started dating him, that's, that's the thing that comes up because he has to be in that fight with you. He's not, you're, you're the person fighting the fight, but he's the the cheerleader with you. Um, so I definitely, I am just so proud to hear you talk about it. And the further you get away from the bad place, the bad time of when it was active, the easier it gets, I think, not that it ever gets easy per se. Um, I don't think you would call it easy, but it just, it's easier to be vulnerable about it and to, to talk about it. And you're the expert on you. Like you said, you aren't going to speak to somebody else's experience, but if your experience can help someone else, why not share and help them? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, thinking of I mean, yeah. And Jonathan has been the biggest supporter through it all. I mean, like yes. he really encouraged me to start the therapy program. And so I owe him a lot of credit, but also you and Katie and Carly who have lived basically through it with me have always been so willing. And so like when we're together, you all make sure like, are you comfortable with this? And, and it's mm. like that to me, like, you know, I, most of the time I'm comfortable now with pretty much anything. So right. I, Colleen, I am just like you have been my cheerleader. I am always going to be an advocate for you and for people who are going through any kind of eating disorder or anything related to that. Um, really? I mean, obviously I'm, I'm an advocate for mental health awareness and therapy of any kind. Um, but I, Katie, Carly and I, and 
we are always rallying behind you. And just like, I know you guys have rallied behind me when I was going through it the last few months, just like several other people have. So that's, that's what having your tribe is all about. That's what we're here for. So whenever things like that happen or whenever triggers happen or anything like that happen, that's, that's why you have your people and that's why you let them into your world or into your, into your swimming pool or, you know, getting back on theme. Um, but yeah, Colleen, the, the progress that you've made, even the seven years that I've known you, just with your taking control of you and your mental health and your just well-being, incredible, just top-notch. So I'm very proud to be your friend and proud of you in general. Well, thank you. And to all listeners, if you haven't found a tribe like this tribe, like <laughs> I have, you're you're missing out. Go find Go find those people. <laughs> We'll find them. <laughs> uh, not a pandemic, though, maybe. Um, do virtual. Maybe wait a little while. I shouldn't encourage people to go out. Maybe online. You could yeah, do some virtual out. hangs. Yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to add to that, Melanie? No, all good things. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> the woman of few words. Yeah, love that. Well, thank you, Colleen, for sharing all that. I appreciate it. Of course. Um, So now, oh gosh, you're going to talk about the cannonball question, which uh, I enjoy. I picked it out especially for you. Curated <laughs> just for Colleen. Are you nervous? I'm a little nervous. Oh, oh. <laughs> they're nervous too. Whoever just texted you, they're nervous. It's a, it's a virus update. They're also oh, nervous. Fun. <laughs> I got an update for the virus. I can get the hell out of here. <laughs> Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. What is the best Hallmark Christmas movie? <laughs> that's a that's a, In your that's opinion. a that's a tough question. Um, oh goodness. Or it could be Lifetime, or really get just like any cheesy Christmas movie, since we're in the holiday spirit. So. I don't know if you all have watched. It's on Netflix. It's not on Hallmark. Um, Princess Switch with I've Vanessa heard Hudgens. A lot about this movie. What's the tea? I I love it. Like it's very cheesy. It's very, um, very one of those cheesy like helpless, you know, hopeless romantic, you know, type of movies. Um, there's a second one now. I I love them. Jonathan watched both of them with me. He liked them. Like, was it so? If I ask him, will he admit it? I don't, I don't know. You might. He might. You might. So, <laughs> you know, there's something about it, though, that gives you just those, like, warm, fuzzy feelings. Um, yep. And I've watched a lot. So, my parents actually record every Christmas Hallmark movie every year on my mom's DVR. It's insane. Um, so, I've seen them all. Um, and we've watched so many this weekend, actually. I knew you were parents. going to be the perfect person to ask this question to. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> we We've watched so many of these Christmas movies. Uh, I told you guys about the, I texted you all about the Lifetime one that was on. Oh yeah. Was it Friday or Saturday night? Friday night that had our wedding venue in it. And I just, yeah. it was on for like two minutes of the movie. And I just thought it was the coolest thing ever that <laughs> where I was being married was in this cheesy Lifetime Christmas movie. Like she's I, famous. It's Not a drag. drag. It's <laughs> awesome. I don't think there's a Hallmark Christmas movie that I don't like. 
I mean, they all have some kind of it factor or else we wouldn't be watching them. You right. know what I mean? Right. Yeah. They wouldn't keep making them. Yeah. So we just watched Holiday in Handcuffs yesterday. Uh, a good one. A real good one. A classic, yeah. cheesy. I know it was yeah. ABC Family. It wasn't Hallmark or Lifetime. But when you say Hallmark Christmas movie, everyone knows what you're talking about. Just like okay. a cheesy romantic comedy. Yep. <clears throat> with a downtrodden maiden coming back to her hometown. Yep. Falls in love with the... Really bread maker guy. or something yeah. you know <laughs> princess switch we'll have to watch that okay i've never seen it added to the list so also have one. you guys seen the picture that's circulating i don't know there was an article about how they're doing like the kissing scenes during the pandemic no there's a plexiglass in between the <laughs> actors and they have to kiss ew <laughs> i mean i guess it's better than kissing person but you're not right I would rather I think I'd rather kiss plexiglass than like some random stranger yeah yeah but I that's wild I did not see that yeah is that weird (laughs) I don't know if I like that I don't know I don't know how I feel about that but I thought that was interesting do you have a favorite cheesy Christmas movie hands down holiday and handcuffs oh okay that's mine too um isn't there the, the Christmas wish? Christmas list. List, right. Yes. Have you seen that, Colleen? The Christmas yeah. list? Where she works at Macy's and she's the perfume lady? <laughs> oh, that's iconic. also a really good one. Should yes. we add that to the list? Yes, because okay. I doubt Greg has seen that. Okay. With many- also, hmm? On Netflix, uh, Christmas, Christmas Prince. Oh, I've heard of that one. There's like three, there's like a one, two, and three. Like one they- get married then when they have a baby or I don't know we yeah. we started watching those three years ago and now we keep watching them obviously <laughs> <laughs> love that excellent the princess switch added to our list okay um so now we're going to talk about some pool peep questions Woo! um I came up with some that I was just genuinely curious about and then I have some from the pool peeps so we'll we'll start off with um Miss Carly Brown from Illinois. She asked a couple questions. Um, she asked one on Instagram and one on Facebook. Okay. So, first one says, what TV show do you recommend above all other TV shows? Because <sighs> you've been what you, Colleen, if anybody knows, she knows how to <laughs> marathon through a show and finish mm-hmm. it. Because her and Jonathan watch like shows at night before you go to yes. bed. So you finished yeah. The Flash. You finished, uh, we, what was the one you just finished? Which one? We finished Arrow. Oh, Arrow. And now you're on Supergirl? You're on Supergirl. Yeah, this whole uh-huh. quarantine, March, we've uh, really gone through the the superhero shows. Yeah. Um, I, Arrow was my favorite. If you're, like, looking for a superhero show that really just, it's intense, but it has some funny moments. Um, it's got some good-looking characters, too, so it's, like, a nice one to kind of, like, oh, get into. <laughs> no, I like Arrow. Um, but if you want a TV show, oh goodness, that's, I mean that's a hard one because I watch a lot of like I've watched a lot of TV shows. Yeah. Um, just for like a girl show, so girls out there, and maybe men too. I don't want to, you know, say you can't. But Heart of Dixie. <gasps> or, oh yes, those like those were those are top notch for me. What was the second one you said? Uh, Gossip Girl. Oh, oh yes, love Gossip Girl. Top tier. Chef's, Chef's kiss. There. 
Um, if you're looking for a couples show and you haven't watched Suits, okay. I highly recommend Suits as well. The one with Meghan Markle. Yes. <laughs> I've heard that's good. Yeah. yeah she's very good. I mean, I started watching it because of obviously Jonathan, but mm. I really like to it. Um, and I found out from watching that show that I think Meghan Markle is the only person on Jonathan's list in quotes of like <laughs> you, people you he don't would know. leave you for. Yeah. So he would leave me for Meghan Markle, which very weird because we are nothing alike, but I was gonna say hmm. very opposite side uh -huh. of the point there. Hmm. What's Meghan Markle's sign? We'll have to look that up. We gotta be <laughs> okay. Melanie search. Yes. What TV show would you recommend above all others? You had to just throw one out there. Mine are Mad Men and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Ooh. I haven't seen Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh my God. It's so do you good. have Amazon Prime? We do. It's so easy to blast through. Greg even liked it. Yeah. He'll admit it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm adding it to our list. Yes. Um, friends is always my go-to. True. Yeah, yeah. Friends. Carly also asked on Facebook, what is the perfect Epcot day? So tell us your uh, just dream Epcot day. You were going there. What what are the things to do? Well, I, I think the whole thumb squad has to be has to be there. I think that would be <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um ride wise, uh spaceship earth. Soaring, test track, like the the norms, I uh -huh. should say. Um, margaritas in Mexico, that mm. blood orange margarita from the the yes. tequila tavern, yes. cave, that place. Um, it has to be during food and wine as well. Oh, yep, 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 yep. yep, yep. We're talking about weather conditions. We're talking about the time of year. We're talking about the festival. Everything. Yeah. Uh, you got to stop um, in American Adventure, see the show. It's, yes. You, you can't. Um, one more blue and one more gray. Yeah, you have to start. You got to go to France, get some pastries, mm -hmm. a drink, an orange creamsicle drink. Like that. Yes, all mama. Um, but yeah, that would be, that's all like a good day with like good people, good food. Yes. You know, it would be nice if we could have the park to ourselves, but I, I don't think that's realistic. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Oh. <laughs> Um, as Colleen mentioned, we call ourselves our group of friends that we talked about earlier that went to Katie uh, Stearns's wedding two years ago. It's the same group, almost the same exact group um, that came down last fall. And it's an inside joke that that's just we call ourselves the Thumb Squad. And it was an inside joke that just escalated. We I'm wearing the T-shirt right now that Colleen had us made that has a thumbs up on it. It says mm -hmm. Thumb Squad. It's outrageous how long the joke has lasted. <laughs> Um, so we even have a group chat that's called the thumb squad or thumb patrol or something like that. So, um, that's what she's referring to. It's just our whole group of friends, just, uh, wandering around Epcot playing gecko and drinking. Uh, and <laughs> I, Greg wanted I, me to mention gecko on this. I think I've got some PTSD. That I know. Bad. I sure do. <laughs> oh my God. Where's the right. wall? Right. Yeah. If anybody hasn't played gecko, it's where you have to, someone yells gecko. And then the last person to have at least three limbs on a surface loses. And we kind of upped the ante. So if you lost, you had to ask a stupid question to the nearest cast member. So like Jonathan had to ask where we could have dinner with Nemo or where you could eat Nemo or something like that. Carly had to ask like, 
when's the three o'clock parade or something like all stupid stuff so made it extra embarrassing if you lost yep did you lose oh yeah (laughs) charlie did it when i was talking to Brittany. oh right (laughs) and i was like dude that's cheating (laughs) well it's master charles he's sneaky but yes epcot would be bookended by spaceship earth starting in the morning and then the evening drinking gallivanting around well thank you carly for your questions two great questions um i'll ask one of my questions um what is your favorite memory that you can think of from your disney college program there are so many that comes to mind there were so many good ones um one of my favorites, which I, I thought about recently with the holiday season, was when we all went to the Christmas parade taping. And, and I made a stand in the hot sun to see Neo. <laughs> it was very warm. Yes. It was so hot in December. And like, yeah, it's hot in Orlando all the time, but it was like unseasonably warm. Yeah. That before I went home. From like from my CP, yep. Um, I, we just had such a good time. Um, also, the first night we all went out together, um, and I, we got uh, a little intoxicated. That like those memories, like I will never forget. Yes, and that was the night that Colleen had gotten her first and only safety reprimand. That wasn't her fault. And she came to Splitsville yeah, and we got, yeah, yeah we got waste. Don't Sorry. worry, just Melanie trying to dismantle my room over here. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got, we got uh, trashed off of pit, like the water bowl drinks, bowl drinks. Oh. They were orange creamsicles. I've never had one of those. I mean, they're good, but like, I don't, at my age, I don't recommend anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely for like 22, 23 year olds, oh, not yeah. for almost 30 year olds. Um, and we I had know. pizza and we had that group picture of like, there's like 15 of us. There's there. a lot of us there. And we were bowling. It was, oh my God, that was so much fun. And that was like our first, like Colleen said, our first night, like oh. all hanging out together on our college program. Katie. Minus Katie. Katie wasn't there yet. Yeah. Katie was there, but she wasn't in our group yet. Like she hadn't started working. So we really didn't, we didn't meet her yet. So mm. if Katie had been there, it would have been like, the cherry on top of the cake. Yeah. Um, then we went. To, we went to a Halloween party with Katie, though. So that was. Fun. We did indeed. <laughs> that was something. That was and something. That IHOP. <laughs> it, I mean, anything we did ended at food, right? Like we did something, and then we always ended eating somewhere. Yes, ma'am. Always. That's the best kind of. Yep. Uh, in my yeah. opinion, yep. the amount of times that I, the, I want to know the amount of hours that we spent at Ale House just ale house i want to know how many hours we spent there just in the four months that you were down there colleen before you left hours <laughs> like I, I mean hundreds of hours i feel like i don't think almost every shift after the shift we went to eat and normally yes. it was ale house. sometimes it was taco bell wendy's mm. i all of these things we i mean oh. we always after like if I went home I like never just went home after no who does that Applebee's that was a big one Applebee's yes those are all good <laughs> good good Chili's. time Colleen introduced me to Chili's the the chips in the bar the two-for-one drinks 
Colleen's the queen of chilies. Mm -hmm. um, I'm Chili's number one fan until yes. they mess up the order and then you're out. Accurate. <laughs> Carly. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Greg wants to know, Greg Camerling from Winter Garden, Florida. Greg wants to know, where does your name come from? Um, and he means, he usually hears your name pronounced Colleen. He, you're the first person that he's ever heard your name pronounced Colleen. So he wants to know the significance or where that's from. Um, so my parents call me two different things. One calls me Colleen, one calls me Colleen. So people always ask, <laughs> no, I don't have a preference. I've been called both my whole entire life. Um, so my dad is Irish. And so my, my name means little Irish girl. Um, oh. Wanted to name me Elizabeth Whitney. Um, my middle name is Elizabeth now. And so they compromised on Colleen Elizabeth. Um, but yeah, Colleen means little Irish girl. It's my dad's Irish. Um, I obviously have a lot of that Irishness. Jonathan is also Irish. Yes, so he is. McGuire. Have a high probability of having red hair. <laughs> yes. That's something to look forward to. But yeah, so that's where it came from. My dad really liked it. Um, it was like a part of his, like tying in his heritage to my name. And, and he hated, huh? he hated Elizabeth. He didn't want people to call me Lizzie. He was like, he, so that's why. I, I get it. Yeah. Does he call you Colleen? Yeah. <laughs> and your mom calls you Colleen? Uh -huh. <laughs> well, I told Greg, I was like, well, she'll respond to both because she's, I mean, her name is, people are familiar with the word Colleen, not Colleen, but to me, you're Colleen because that's how you pronounced it to me. And you only have one L in your name. And I've always been told that Colleen is two L's. So when you said your name was Colleen to me, I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. There's only one L. <laughs> so, <laughs> ta -da! I, I literally to whatever. I, I, I think it's cool. You're like, you're the only Colleen that I know. So I like it. Yeah. I approve. Yeah. Little Irish girl. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> um, let's see. Melanie, would you like to ask your question? Oh, um, what was your favorite position at Spaceship Earth? Oh, um, probably load one. I just like, I just, this was my favorite. Colleen was a master. Get, get on the ride. I don't care how many people get on the ride. Oh, she crushed it. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, you have three? Oh yeah, okay. You can sit in the front all together if you want. Colleen's like, no, 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 two, no. one, two, one. No. Nope, split them no. up. Put him up. Oh man, she crushed. Oh it, yeah, one hundred percent. And normally people can say things like you know, photo and you know, photo edit or like greeter or something like that. I it was just load one was so fast paced that mm -hmm. it made the time go by so quickly. Yes, I would agree with that. It was terrible, but <laughs> it did make the time go by pretty fast. It just made the time go by, and like I was, I'd always get in the zone when I was there of like I don't care what this person says to me you're getting on the ride like you i didn't have had... any time to complain you just colleen was just like drill sergeant goodbye mine was um unload one because okay. it was like a yep. puzzle getting the um guests with disabilities on the ride and it just felt like tetris oh, to me yeah human tetris yeah and it was fun because that's where the celebrities got to come through too so mm -hmm. i saw holly madison come through there ariana grande she looked like a mess mm -hmm. um and there was a football player, I think Roethlisberger from the Steelers. Ben, ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. He came through. That's where all the celebrities would come through because that was fun. But I loved it there. Plus, it wasn't anywhere near load. It was always back of house. So <laughs> it 
it was nice to just like have kind of a slower pace. Yeah, they were getting off the right and you. Yeah. yeah. I got to kick Excellent. them off. Yep. Get off. Uh, another question from me uh, is what's the, what's been the hardest part of planning a wedding so far, but also what's the most fun part? So two questions, what's the hardest part and what's the most fun part? Uh, planning a wedding during a pandemic has been, it's just been weird. I don't know what planning a wedding was like before a pandemic, uh, but during a pandemic, I didn't really get to meet with a lot of my vendors in person. And so it was kind of difficult if we'd have zoom calls, but a lot of times I'm picking based off like a zoom call. And have I looked at this person's Instagram? I don't really know. Um, so that's been very difficult. Um, also not being able to have like everybody here for like wedding planning. Um, my bridesmaids are spread throughout the country. Yes. I have one that lives in Reno. So, uh, she's got a lot of the stuff like I need someone here for Like She's been, JC has been great. Shout out JC. If you listen to this, she has been mm -hmm. wonderful. She's the only Love person JC. that's here. I feel like I put so much on her, um, because it's hard because you guys can't travel in for things during a pandemic. Right. The most fun part has just been kind of doing it with Jonathan has been fun. Like trying to find like what is important to us and what could I care less about? Like there are things like, I don't like for everyone coming to the wedding. I don't really care what your favor is. I'm going to give you something, but I'm telling you, it's probably not, I'm not putting a whole lot of thought into it. At least not right now. Um, <laughs> it's just been fun doing it with Jonathan. Like we've right. learned, I've been with him for almost six years. Like I know a lot about the guy, but it's just, we've learned so much new stuff about each other and then uh, picking out my dress. Um, yeah. That I, I, there's, there are not words to describe when you like actually go and try on wedding dresses. And when you put on dresses and like the overwhelming emotion that comes with that um, was, yes. it was really cool. It was really cool. I am very excited um, to get my dress in. I mean, it's, I mean, I ordered it what three months ago and it still has like three months to go, but. And it's beautiful. I mean, and they always say like, oh, when you know it's the one, you'll you'll know and like you'll glow when you have it on and everyone with you will cry and blah, blah. It's all true because yeah. the second you put that dress on, I was weeping. <laughs> we, I was sitting here and it was just me, Becca, you were there with My your mom, mom and JC. Um, uh -huh. And she put the dress on and I just looked at it and I was like, I don't, I didn't think I would get emotional. Like, obviously it's very emotional. I thought it was going to be this, like just filled with joy and stuff, which I was, but the fact that I wept over you <laughs> on a zoom call, like FaceTime call, I don't even want to think about what I would have been like if I was there with you in person seeing it. It was just, she was illuminated. Aww. She looked like an angel That's sweet. glowing. So it's just, the dress is like one of the best parts, obviously, but yeah, I'm very excited. It was weird. It was, I'm obviously during a pandemic again, like I had a mask on. Yeah. Like for most of it, like I got to take it off, like to take one picture, like when I chose the dress at the end. So I have like a picture without a mask in my dress. I mean, obviously I'll get many more to come, but right. it was, it was a weird experience. So planning a wedding in a pandemic is different. I don't know 
anything else at this point, and I never will probably know anything else because this pandemic is going to probably lead right up to, to my wedding. Definitely very memorable, I will say, uh, and a test of your patience yeah. and resilience. Yep. So I think, you, you know, you're making lemonade out of the lemons that you have been dealt with planning your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun, though. I, yeah. I mean, though, I don't, to be honest, though, you think it's going to be like sunshine and rainbows and it's hard. Like it's yeah. what you, Jonathan and I have gotten to some disagreements about it. They're expensive. And so there's just a lot that goes into it. And so I am, I'm ready for July to be here and <laughs> be over. And I'm ready to travel to get to the yes. West again. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> when it's safe to do so. Never been to Lake Tahoe. Me either. So, so I'm very excited. I'm excited. The only place in Nevada that I've been is Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. So I'm very excited for all of it to be yes. there for the wedding, for the group to be together, all of it. Very fun. Um, Katie on my Instagram, Katie Stern, <laughs> said, um, I asked what we should talk about, and she said, not cowboys. Um, so oh, we're not going to talk uh, about cowboys. Um, I never bring up cowboys. But why should people not go to cowboys, in your opinion, Pauline? Hmm. There are, there are so many reasons, even pre-pandemic. Obviously, I don't encourage anyone to go during the pandemic, but pre-pandemic. Yeah, hear all that, listeners? Don't go to Cowboys during a pandemic or any bar of any sort. It's a, a bad idea. Um, we always made the mistake of going on Thursdays, which was ladies' night, which was like, what, free drinks until 11, and then at 11, it was like $2 drinks. Oh, yes. Oh, I mean... There were so many things that could have gone wrong. I I will say, though, the night that we went to Cowboys that I don't remember a whole lot from, I think it's the reason that I realized I wanted to be with Jonathan, though. There I, is one good part of that night. I mean, it was fun. I, yeah. But. It was. I mean, I don't know. I remember some. I mean, now we've talked about it, so I remember more of that night. Um, but. It, when we left, I just wanted to talk to Jonathan. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, this is, this is it. But Cowboys is great if you're like 20 and you want cheap drinks and yeah, to find some random dude or woman or whatever you're, you're looking whatever for, you're into. Mm -hmm. whatever you're into, there's, there's a person there for everybody, but it's like, it's like, a, it's a bar. It's dirty and strange. Not the best and, part of town. Very far away. Actually, yeah. yeah yeah just don't go uh <laughs> yeah I've never been don't I don't I don't think I'm missing much no so definitely not um my mom Becky wants to know how did you and Jonathan start dating she knows the story but she wants you to tell the pool peeps the story so Jonathan and I met in high school he sat behind me in AP statistics um we were in two very different social circles. Uh, he was a debater. I was a varsity cheerleader. Uh, I like could care less what Jonathan McGuire thought of me then. It's like um, every rom-com ever, how it starts. Yep. The, yeah. the, the cheerleader and the debater. <laughs> what, what anybody thought of me. Um, you know, he always would, he sat behind me and he always would get mad. Like, cause I would always be on my phone. I was the, I was the worst. Or I had friends, like there were, Two other cheerleaders in that class with me so we'd always be talking he'd be like 
excuse me, could you pass the papers back? I'm like, could you hold on a second? Like, could you, I'm having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-huh. I, like, I, I would be the one that would get annoyed with him when really he was rightfully annoyed with me. Um, and so we kind of be, we stayed friends. We went to college orientation together. I didn't really know anybody else there. There's one picture of us. Um, I have it somewhere um, of a college orientation. And then we kind of fell out of touch. Um, his ex-girlfriend did not care for me. Um, so he, he was like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna talk to that person anymore. So we didn't really talk. I went to Disney, um, did my other thing, had other relationships. And then um, he messaged me one day and was like, Hey, do you want to go to lunch? I was like, I mean, I guess. Sure. Like I Cole being a nice person as she is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> including like, everyone. Yep. Okay, y'all yeah, go to I, I thought he just wanted to catch up. And so we went to lunch and realized we both liked the mature person. Um, and that was like November we went to lunch and then he went on a cruise. Um, with his old boss and like for New Year's and he got the Wi-Fi package so he could message me on Facebook Messenger the whole time. I had come down to see you guys right before uh-huh. and then I came down again right after in January and that's when I was like, I don't know if I want to be with this guy. Like it's totally out of, he was very out of my type. Like Jonathan was not in my traditional men I saw. <laughs> yep, yep. But I, we, we get it. We talked yeah. talk about it when I came down. That when we went to Cowboys, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. And you and Katie were like, "No, I think this person is good for you. I like I, I think you should give it a try." And so I came back, and right after that trip, uh, he asked me to be his girlfriend. And the rest now we've been together for six years. Lived in what two states now? Colorado yep. and back in Nevada, and we're been getting married. Distance for a while, and now you're getting yeah. married. It's a been great a, story. Yeah. Weird. Very cute. And we didn't find out we met, like knew each other in high school. They're like, oh, are you high school sweethearts? I'm like, no, no, that's nope. not us. That's not us. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, <laughs> love that. Cute. What a cute story. Yeah. Um, very rom com The last thing we need to discuss um, is the great pant incident of 2018 <laughs> uh, and your thoughts and opinions on it. Um, to give you some background, fool peeps, the great pant incident of 2018 is from said wedding that we went to in Maryland. We were in, I was sharing a hotel room with um, Katie, no, with Colleen and Jonathan. And um, like an hour before we had to leave for the wedding from the hotel, Jonathan realizes he doesn't have his pants to wear to the wedding, his black or whatever color pants he was going to wear. And he tries to tell me as if telling me is going to avoid the upcoming blow up that's going to happen um <laughs> and i say well we need to find you some pants jonathan you don't what do you have to wear like jeans shorts <laughs> didn't have anything that he could probably wear to this wedding uh this is how i remember it so colleen might remember it differently than me colleen's getting ready um doing her hair doing her makeup getting fabulous and i am like okay well uh we need to find this man's pants <laughs> So we're, Jonathan is trying everything to not have to tell Colleen uh, that this is happening. And so we're like looking for Walmart, we're looking for Uber, we're looking for just <laughs> grabbing it, like anything to help this poor Jonathan. So 
then I guess we tell you, Colleen, that he doesn't have his pants and chaos ensues. Colleen and Jonathan get into a fight and I'm just sitting on the bed like, um, I don't know what I can do in this scenario to help. <laughs> I'm just going to sit over here and be quiet. Um, and then the great line comes out of Jonathan's mouth. Colleen goes, she says something to the degree of, Jonathan, when this wedding's over, we're done. We're through. This is it. I'm over it. And then Jonathan goes, Colleen, you're not breaking up with me over a pair of pants. And the rest of history in my eyes. Um, Jonathan Ubered to Walmart, got a pair of pants, and still wears them to this day, I'm, uh, as I understand. Um, so Colleen, I want to hear what your perspective was on that um, and your thoughts on it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was read something like that. Um, I, we always, before we leave, like, do you have everything? Like, have you packed this? Have you packed that? Yes, I have this. I have that. Like, those are the things that I like, do you have your, do you have your suit jacket? Yes. Do you have your dress pants? Yeah. Like he said he had everything. So when he said he did have them, I'm like, what? We talked like, it was just one of those, like I was overcome with emotions. I was already emotional because Katie was getting married. Right. I think that like had started to set it like we were going to Katie's wedding like I was emotional about like one of my best friends getting married like it was just she's the first one of us to get married there's just so much emotion in that time and then I was like I was worried we were going to be late because Jonathan didn't have pants and he was just so casual about it and I think that's what pushed me over the edge that he was like it's I I don't have I I don't have pants I'm like why are you acting like this is not a big deal like we have to do this wedding. <laughs> I just, it was being a spectator in it was incredible. I would not have wanted to be either you or Jonathan in that scenario because that was Colleen's like, we talked about it a little bit earlier, how you, when you need to be forceful, you will be. And that was one of those moments. And I was glad that I was not in the line of fire, um, that I was just a spectator. So <laughs> thank you for sharing your thoughts on that. What an iconic memory. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also, for our, in our welcome bags for our wedding, we're putting little cards that says like "lost, need help, can't find your pants, call anybody but the bride." Yeah, those uh, are going to. Oh my god! Bag. If you can't find your pants, that's not my problem that day. Like you're that's gonna have to find. I'll give you Amazing. the. Uh, someone can tell you the closest Walmart. I'm sure. Get an Uber. See you later. <laughs> see, see you at the wedding. Love that. Um, and then, of course, the last question is whatever the last guest asked. So the guest before the Thanksgiving episode was Robert Pearson. And he asked, do you watch Park- Parks and Rec, Colleen? I do not. Are you familiar with the show at all or the characters? Uh, slightly. So he asked, this will be a funny response from you, <laughs> uh, which Parks and Rec character you relate to the most? Mm. From what you know. I'm not super familiar. So this would be a great question for anybody probably but me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, same. I've seen a few episodes. I have not watched the show all the way through. Um, but from what I, I, I'll let you answer, but I have an answer for you when you're done. For her? Yeah, for what I think she would okay. be. Um, uh, I don't really know. I'm not, because I, I don't think I'm familiar enough with like character development to know who right. I relate to. From the top of my head, I think Leslie Nope because you get stuff done, like yeah. you know how to get stuff done, and you are unapologetic about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would I would say that for you for Leslie Nope. 
I could, yeah, no, I relate to that. And what question do you want to ask the next guest, Colleen? Oh, um, so opinions on sleeping with pants on. Oh, because I don't, I can sleep with like I sleep with sweatpants on. It's also chilly in Reno for and right. we, we live in Tahoe, so we get snow here. Um, but Jonathan like can't sleep with like he'll sleep with boxers, but he can't sleep with pants on. Yeah, and I know other people can't sleep in pants. I don't mind it, but I know other people can't. So I kind of want to see like what are your thoughts on sleeping with pants on. That's a really mm. good one. <laughs> I like that. I sleep with shorts on. Yeah. So it's almost, Same. I'm not wearing pants, but I wear shorts. Yeah. So that's it. I love that. I wonder who the next guest is going to be. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I love that. So thank you. <laughs> and oh, you're throwing those cannonball questions. She yeah. aims to please people. Um, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Uh, so I want to thank you so much, Colleen, for being a guest for being vulnerable and sharing your life mm -hmm. story and several stories. Um, and also for being my friend and putting up with my weird antics for the last seven years and supporting my podcast. And I'm just very excited for the future. And when I finally get to hug you in person, because yeah. it'll be over a year since I've seen you next, yeah. um, I saw you in February, but it feels like a lifetime ago. Um, but thank you just for everything. Well, thank Aww. you for having me. Thanks, Mel, for being here with us too. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> I'm here. I'm the lifeguard. Really was the highlight of my week. And so I appreciate everything that you've done for me as well. And I am excited to see you, both of you, um, in seven-ish months. Hopefully Yay. before it's safe. But yeah, I mean, obviously, oh, if it's not, then. I got to have a bachelorette party. I got to right. like last fling before that ring. That's right, baby. <laughs> We'll see where that takes us. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, thanks everyone to, for listening and let me know what you thought of the episode. Answer our questions if you feel uh, motivated to and let me know what you want to hear us talk about on the next episode. But thanks again, Colleen. Thank Bye. you.